Hello and welcome, my faithful and loyal readers and listeners. Welcome to day 241 of Through the Bible in One Year. So just a reminder of what you should have read to have been prepared for today's topic. You should have read. So to be prepared for today. Right. So, using the words, right? 
would be an example of the gospel being foolishness to the Gentiles, which is what we see Paul saying over in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 23, which says this, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling blocks to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles, right? So it's also possible that Festus was under deep conviction. However, sadly, within three years of this date, Festus would die suddenly and stand before a holy God. And so why is this so sad? Because having heard the gospel plainly from the Apostle Paul and having taken no action when he died, he would die still a sinner. So now let's pick up now in verse 25 and we're gonna take it through verse 32. So here's what it says, I am not insane, most ex excellent Festus Paul replied. What I am saying is true and reasonable. The king is familiar with these things, and I can speak freely to him. I am convinced that none of this has escaped his notice, because it was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you do. So here Paul is affirming that his words were true and rational, and it would be these things that would resonate these Greco-Roman intellectuals, right? So his call to King Agrippa was not just a call for support, but a call for the king to make a faith affirmation. So now let's pick up now in verse 28, where Agrippa says this, and Agrippa said to Paul, Do you think that in such a short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? So here, King Agrippa seems to recognize this move, and Agrippa asked if Paul intended in this brief encounter to make him a Christian. So now let's see what Paul's response is. So in verse 29, Paul's, Paul replied, Short time or long, I pray to God, and not only you, but all who are listening to me today, ye become what I am, except for these chains. Ooh. So Paul's response to this, right, was that whether by great or small efforts, he wanted King Agrippa, everyone who was in this audience with King Agrippa, to come to give their lives to Christ. So now let's pick up in these last two verses. We just say the king rose, and with him the governor and burns, and those sitting with them. After they left the room, they began saying to one another, This man is not doing anything that deserves death or imprisonment. Agrippa said to Festus, This man could have been set free 
if he had not appealed to Caesar. So we leave the king who rose, Agrippa, rose up out of whatever throne or seat he was sitting in, thus signifying the end of this hearing. And everyone who was there, both King Agrippa and Festus, and whatever witnesses they had around them, all agreed that Paul had done nothing worthy of the death penalty, and could be set free. Except for one thing, and that one thing was his appeal to Caesar. You know, this came as no surprise to Paul, and was the plan of Christ all along. Christ's plan all along was for Paul to go to Rome and to bring the gospel thus to the very ends of the earth, which is what he had called his disciples to do at the very beginning of this book. So that's where we're going to pick up tomorrow as we see Paul finally set off for Rome. So in order for you to be prepared for that, here's what you need to read. You need to read Job chapters 34 through 36, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verses 1 through 12, Psalm 44, 1 through 8, and Proverbs 22, 10 through 12.